Welcome to Stitch This with Corey Bradford, a podcast from The Lost Debate that is all about TikTok and the most interesting creators on there. I'm Corey Bradford, also known as at This Is Corey on TikTok. And you guys know I'm big on history, political satire, all that good stuff. Uh, but I mainly focus on American history. Some of my more recent content has been like really, really rooted in American history. But some of the biggest videos that I've ever done have been on other cultures outside of America. And I'm always interested in knowing how people view the U.S. from the outside looking in. And my guest today, I think she has a pretty fascinating perspective on all of that. She is a content creator who originates from Kazakhstan and immigrated to the U.S. many years ago. And she uses her TikToks to break down a lot of what you need to know about immigration in general. But she also gives us a lot of insight on the immigrants experience here in the U.S. Every year, 50,000 people from all over the world get selected for the United States Diversity Visa Program out of like 14 million applicants. Yet despite its name, the lottery originally didn't intend to promote racial and cultural diversity in the United States. The lottery program was created in the late 80s when the United States had an Irish problem. Please give a warm welcome to Donna at Donna UTMB on TikTok. Donna, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I came across your TikTok maybe maybe like a month or two ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just I, I remember I don't, I don't even know which one of us was following the other one first. But I, but you came up on my For You page and you, you did a skit about uh, Puerto Rico actually uh, yeah, yeah that one yeah that yeah. was the first one i saw from you and i was like this is, this is interesting this is cool and then I, I think i went on your page saw a couple of other things and i was like okay you got you got to follow <laughs> out of me so uh i thought that was really i thought that was really cool so give me a little bit of background um i know you're from kazakhstan originally yeah. mm -hmm. so when did you immigrate to the u.s so i immigrated to the u.s in 2006 at the time i was 15 years old okay so i did finish high school in the u.s which was i think is really critical to how my education turned out yeah. in the u.s so i did like i was ra born and raised in kazakhstan um and then i came here for the 11th and 12th grade and then after graduating from high school i was like you know what this is great i think i'm gonna stay oh nice <laughs> and this is how my journey started um, and I think I fully settled in in the U.S. in 2012. Okay. Yes. Great. And then the immigration journey was journey. I think it's more of like a labyrinth <laughs> rather than a path to citizenship. Yeah. I yeah. just became a citizen last year, finally. Wow. And you, yes. you, so you came here in 2006. Six. Yes. And you just became a citizen last year. Just last year. Wow. Yes. It was a really long road. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. Like mm -hmm. there are people here for decades and they don't get their citizenship until like much later yeah so i do consider myself lucky yeah. yeah so i shared a lot of that on tiktok as well and as an immigrant i think we come all come from different parts of the world we have we do share a lot in common no matter where we're from yeah. so yeah absolutely it's interesting so 2006 you were 15 so you were born in kazakhstan like right as the soviet union was yeah formed. i mean like the year almost like the year you was born one year before w one so year. I, yeah so i still have the soviet uh birth certificate it says Soviet it Union. It says Soviet Union? Yes. Really? Yeah. Wow. So what was that like? I mean, Central Asia at that particular time period, I'm sure it was very chaotic. So what was that like growing up there? Did you have, and you've talked a little bit about this on your TikTok, did, was, was, there, was there still, I mean, did you grow up speaking Russian? I grew up speaking Russian, yes. Okay. And, and yeah. so, so and, you've, and, you, and you're also, so your mom is Korean, Korean correct? Yes. 
so, which confuses people. They're like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> like, they see me, they're like, wait, you look Asian, but you're from Kazakhstan. It ends with a stan, but you're also 5'10", but you're half Korean. Like, they're like, what? And then, like, Kazakhstan is predominantly Muslim, so it mm-hmm. blows people's minds. Like, they, they get really confused because it is a part of the world that's a little bit misunderstood. Especially over here in the U.S. It's, yeah, I, especially I don't think, I don't think most people would even be able to point it out on a map, yeah. like, honestly. Yeah. yeah so, so talk to me a little bit about what it was like growing up there in the 90s during that, that pretty chaotic time after the fall of the Soviet Union. Right. So Kazakhstan actually shares its entire northern border with Russia. I'm sure you know, right? Yeah. You looked it up, right? <laughs> so I would say Kazakhstan is pretty much the closest country to Russia in terms of like culture. Like A lot of people speak Russian. Like My family in particular, we spoke Russian. Um, I went to Russian-speaking school. My graduating class in Kazakhstan, like w- across across the country, because the education there is standardized, unlike the U.S. Yes. <laughs> it's very different, right? No matter, like, you go to a different state, different county, it's going to be different. There it's standardized. So my graduating class was the last class to use Soviet and Russian textbooks. Really? Yes. Interesting. And the graduating class after me, they switched over to, you know, pub- the Kazakh publishers. Mm-hmm. So... I was using the same textbook as people in Moscow and uh, like in Siberia, right? So you can imagine the perspective, right, on history, yeah. especially on the U.S. Yes. Yes, yes growing sure. up. It was really much different than from here. Yeah. And also uh, in the Soviet Union within it, it's, there's 15 republics mm-hmm. besides Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the citizens of the Soviet Union weren't allowed to leave. Really? They weren't allowed to leave the country unless you had some, like, you were in the government or you were part of maybe, like, international athletics, like, you had to go for Olympics. But in general, like, regular people, they weren't allowed to leave. Really? For you to leave, you had to ask for permission from the KGB. Are you serious? Yeah. You couldn't just you couldn't just freely leave. You can't you can't you can't travel outside. So they just they didn't want people what to like bring outside influences well, who back wants with the American them? propaganda. Who wants this Western propaganda? That's, that makes sense. You're coming in with your Levi's and these <laughs> in Hollywood. Like who wants that? Wow, yeah. that's incredible. I I did not know that. That's incredible. So w- when you were raised there, were you raised with a lot of that propaganda? I was. Yeah. Well. Growing up, right, like we were already, the Soviet Union collapsed. Mm -hmm. So obviously went through a huge economic crisis, Mm -hmm. right? And the first time my family traveled outside of the Soviet Union, Mm -hmm. it was my father. He actually, the first country he went to was the U.S. Really? Yes. Interesting. He went to the U.S. for uh, for work and he brought back a pack of diapers because we didn't have them. Wow. We didn't have them. So wow. my mom used to put it on me for like special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like super special occasions. So we didn't have them. There was a lot of deficit. Yeah. Like the w- people would stand in line to get sugar. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was. But I mean, growing up, I was a child, right? I had a ch- happy childhood. I don't really. Yeah. But now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, well. You like, look back and you, you know, notice those things. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then we traveled for the first time. They brought me to the U.S. in 1985 mm-hmm. just as tourists. Mm-hmm. And then I just remembered like the abundance in the supermarkets, like oh, the yeah. smells, the abundance. You have like different brands of laundry detergent, different brands of chocolate. Like that was insane. Wow. Um, and of course, in history classes, yeah, it was a lot of. It was uh, very much w- different. Was it very? Was it like anti-U.S. at the time in the nineties? No, not so much. Not because much. Uh, also remember, probably you know, you know this, Corey. Probably in the sixties. Uh, I would say in the 60s, in the Soviet Union, a lot of like Western clothing, Western music wasn't allowed. It was yeah. illegal, yeah. right? And at that point, it was allowed. Uh, we had like those bootlegged CDs. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were just consuming Hollywood content. Yeah. Like coming to America was my shit. Really? Yes. Like that, we loved it. Yeah. It does seem like that. Like it seems like our, our, it seems like Hollywood specifically has just created this 
this dream world of this what America world, is like. Yeah. And, and, and you would agree that when you were growing up, that that was something that you really like idolized, that you really, really wanted to be a yeah. part of. Yeah. And yeah. then like at the time when I came to the U.S., um, I came to the state of Maine. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting introduction to, to yeah. our country. You know? <laughs> I, well, and in 2006, social media wasn't what it, it didn't was exist, today. Really, it, didn't, yeah. it didn't really exist. We had, a little, we had but like, not a lot. No. You guys had MySpace. You had MySpace. I was, I was on yeah. MySpace. <laughs> yeah. But we, it, was, it wasn't like the way it is today. No, not at so all. So we thought, well, the entire U.S. is like New York City. Really? So it yes. doesn't really matter where you go. Yes. You're still going to get skyscrapers and yep, all that. Yep. And then it came to me and I was like, oh, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Yes. No. no. It blows people's minds, especially when they're from outside the U.S. But even some people like here, it's like every single state is so different. Like all so 50 different. of these states are so different. Like I'm from Alabama originally. Yeah. So for me, I went to college in California, actually, San oh, Francisco. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Bay Area. And it was like living in a different country. Yeah, because it was shock? so Yeah, super big culture shock because it was so different. And even living here in New York is very different from California and Alabama. Right. So it's just like all, and I've lived in Chicago before. That's different from all three of these that's, places. So that's like, really different, yeah. Everything is so different. So let's talk a little bit about like TikTok. So like what inspired you to, to, to start your TikTok page? Well, I think the Central Asian diaspora in the US, mm -hmm. especially the Kazakh one from Kazakhstan, I don't think we're out there in terms of representation, mm -hmm. right? And, and we as immigrants in the US, we're pretty new. Right. Yeah. It, and and it's really sometimes hard for me to be part of Asian American culture here because mm -hmm. it's so established. It's been generations and decades. Yeah, right. Yeah. But no, we're not. I'm not from China. I'm not from South Korea. It's really different. Mm -hmm. Um. And in terms of, I, I was like, I I really want that representation. Like, I wish I I could see it. And then I'm like, I'm just gonna do it myself. You know. And I I'm not the one to show off like traditional clothing and all of that because I didn't grow up like that. It was I was I grew up in a Soviet secular household. My father was like an atheist. Wow. You know, because it's Soviet. Yeah, it's yeah. Soviet. Yeah. yeah, like God, God didn't really exist. Like we went to space. He wasn't there. <laughs> when Yuri yeah. Gagarin went there, supposedly he said God's not there. Yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. That's one of the first words one in the space. First, yes, 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 that's correct. But it's it's a myth, actually. It's not true. Really? One of the third things he said when he was there, he's like, all is good. Like really? Yeah. So that's just been like the whole. Yeah, it's just wow. a Soviet propaganda. propaganda. That's propaganda. propaganda. Wow. Yeah. That's that's. See, yeah. you have taught me something. Yeah. About history today. And interestingly, Yuri Gagarin actually mm -hmm. was shot. Uh, like he, uh, this Cosmodrome mm -hmm. is in Kazakhstan. Really? Where he, where he went into space? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's now, really cool. Yeah, and now it's pretty much like leased to Russia. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which is, yeah, which is yeah. a whole other thing. It's yeah, I, I've thing, done. Yeah. I've, I haven't really. I've been wanting to do like a space race thing on my uh, TikTok really for the longest time. It's so interesting, and I'm trying to figure out a way to make it like super, super interesting. Um, but the one thing people don't realize is that like the Soviet Union did like pretty much everything first except the moon like yeah. every single thing like first man first woman in space first person of african descent was put in yeah. space by the soviet union and a lot of people just don't don't know that because america just went to the freaking moon and it was like well shit and then, <laughs> exactly, so we get all this yeah. credit it's like it's like world war ii is kind of like that too we did all we did a little bit at the end and we just get out the whole credit even though like like the soviet union did like most of the fighting against germany so it's yeah like, the way the history is taught here was that was the huge was that shock. like a big shock to you huge shock i was sitting in his u.s history class mm -hmm. and i was like what the like, what is going on? <laughs> and the thing is that when you, when I was growing up in Kazakhstan, right? Mm -hmm. Fidel Castro and Che Guevara, they were, we really they admired were like them. Heroes. Heroes. Over there. They were like, Viva la Revolucion, like yeah. all the posters with people wearing all these shirts. Yeah. And we had to like write essays here in the US about mm -hmm. it. I'm like, wait, so if I actually say what I was taught, mm -hmm. I'm going to get an F. Really? Yeah. 
Because wow. you're not, we weren't really, you, you, how, do, how am I supposed to write an essay in high school in Maine? Yeah, in Maine, And yeah. say that Fidel Castro was a hero and Che was a hero as well. Yeah. And he li- liberated everyone. I can't, like, yeah, that wouldn't, not, that it's wouldn't, it's not going to work. No. Wow. Yeah. That would work in like Berkeley if you did it yeah, like in, Berkeley, in like, Berkeley, California. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like now. But not no. in Maine. Yeah, in Maine at that time period, yeah, I could totally see like, you, you would have gotten an yeah. F. <laughs> I would have gotten an F, yes. That's, it's crazy to me, like the different perspectives. Like over there, I mean, that they were like communist heroes. And that's an interesting thing too. Like uh, I, I want to get back to TikTok, but it's just interesting to me. So you grew up in, in, in Kazakhstan and there was all this like economic depression. Yeah. But I'm, I'm curious, was was it still, you guys weren't still communist though? No, we weren't. But it was, it's just so like penetrated into the culture. Like, mm-hmm. Kids were growing were growing up in a communist party. Yeah, you know, yeah. everyone had to join. It was mm-hmm. like a, you, you had to. You had to. Yeah. Like it was no choice. Like so, like when people ask, like, were you a part of a communist party? Like, well, it's like, were you part of the U.S. government? And sort of in a way, like, no, yes, everyone had to join. Yeah. Um, and then when I was doing the TikTok, mm-hmm. a lot of my content kind of blew up. Uh, first of all, as like the one of them is like the U.S. Customs one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Because <laughs> a lot, a lot of immigrants experienced that. But another one was due to the war, Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, yeah because yeah. that side of the world is so misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And then it's I, w- I I like to talk about history in the U.S., but mm-hmm. also the history of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. And you can agree to that that the last probably um, a little bit less than hundred years. Like yeah. if you learn U.S. history, you really have to learn the Soviet history. Yeah. Oh, so, so it's, 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 it's so intertwined. Yeah. And like a lot of the progress that was done in the Soviet Union and the U.S., it was just like they were just trying to spite each other. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're going to space. Well, I'm going to space, too. <laughs> or like, oh, you have women in STEM. Well, I'm going to have fucking women in STEM, too. <laughs> like, oh, your women wearing red lipstick. Well, mine I'm going to wear, too. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just a back yeah, and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that whole Cold War era. One, one of my favorite areas to to talk about on TikTok and to study. But it's just it's it is kind of like just crazy how much money and time and effort both sides put into just being like one up and yeah one up yeah exactly <laughs> yeah I, I guess a lot of a lot a lot of good came out of it too well yeah, yeah. a lot of i mean like if you look at a lot of the technological advances that came from yeah. the space race it's insane how much came out of that so how long have you been on tiktok 10 months now nine months really or yeah oh wow so you, you haven't been on there very long i haven't been on there very long wow. and um when i first joined and i think a lot of the tiktokers will like say that right mm-hmm. um, when you meet them they're like I don't want to be freaking dancing there. Like I don't want to be dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want to dance. Like I do have one dancing video. Though, so <laughs> I did promise you, myself I'm not gonna dance. You gotta but, do at yeah. least one. Everybody you has, have to do one. one. Everybody yeah. has to do one. And I was like, well, is it like is it children there? Like, cause I'm, cause I'm in my 30s now. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. am I even? Gonna, is anyone gonna listen to me? What yeah. I'm gonna say? And then, well, it turns out like as, as you know, as I was making content, I'm mm. like, well, this app is great. There's yeah. so much organic growth and yeah. I'm like meeting great people. It's yeah. given me so many opportunities to like talk to new people. And then people constantly uh, reach out to me and message me like, hey, I'm from Kazakhstan or like I'm from Georgia or I'm from yeah. Armenia. Like yeah. I never see content creators from the Soviet Union or from Central Asia. Like yeah. it's so great to see you like not just wearing traditional clothing, but actually yeah. just talking about life here. Yeah, like, exactly. You, yeah. You, you're by far, I think, the first person from Central Asia really? that, that came across my For You page. And, and that's that's... That's kind of sad that there's not more yeah. of that representation, but it's great that you're providing that. Yeah, absolutely. So ten months. So yeah, you've you've you, and not, you've built not, a pretty decent little audience in that time. Frame. Yeah, I'm re- I'm really surprised how like it's all organic growth. Like it's that's all that's organic. The, that's the beauty of TikTok. Like yeah. I'm like how did, how the heck did, did it reach that many people? Yeah, it like, still blows my mind. But I mean, I'm glad. It, yeah. So do you remember the first video you put out that like for you 
it was like a viral video. Like you remember the first one you got that just got like insane numbers and like was you just looked at it and you're like, whoa, like I didn't even yeah. think this was possible. So what I would say it was first two videos. One of mm-hmm. them is uh it was just a sound. I wasn't really talking much. And it was like it was like uh what an immigration interview actually feels like. And it was like you're stealing right to jail. You're stealing right to jail. You're playing music too loud, right to jail, right away. You're driving too fast, jail. Slow jail. Remember that yes. that sound yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that got a lot of attention, and, and people are like, "Oh my god, that's exactly how it feels!" Like you constantly feel like you're being questioned. You're going to go to jail. They're going to just like deport you. And I was like, "Oh, like this is an experience that a lot of people are going through in the U.S. Like no matter where you're from." And then the one that really blew up was the U.S. Customs one, yeah, the first yeah, yeah. one, because um, yeah, when you're you're going through U.S. Customs, they grill you. You have like a folder of documents mm-hmm. they ask you show me your leasing agreement show me your bank statement show me this show mm-hmm. me that they question like why the u.s i'm like i'm, I'm bitch, i live here <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like what do you mean <laughs> yeah that that is crazy it's, it's it's almost like a at certain point like when you've been here for so long it is and you're coming back you know from, from outside the country it is almost like a, almost like a discriminatory thing that they look yeah. at you and they say oh you don't look like like normal americans so we're gonna put you through this whole process and it's they say it's random but it's, it's not, not. <laughs> it's i'm not like how is it random? like why does everyone in my comments say that they've been through it i'm like statistics doesn't work like that <laughs> yeah exactly no there's no yeah, way there's, there's no, no way. way yeah absolutely so i, I remember a video you did and uh, it was actually, I think it was one of your the one dancing video where you were talking about the different things you get asked. Yes, like during the immigration process, and some of them was just insane, insane yeah. questions. Like, what what are some of the most insane things that someone like? Are asked you a you? terrorist? They, they literally just outright ask you that. Yes, because so they Who's have gonna like, answer yes to that though. <laughs> I mean, you, technically, you're under oath. Oh, so I you see. have to answer. I see. Okay, like okay, you have to be truthful so they have like a list of questions they go through and the thing is that like they ask you and like they have a stone face they're like have you ever been a sex worker and and they're like staring at you right into your eyes and i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) have you are you a terrorist like no and the question that gets repeated Mm. actually like in different ways is taxes really you pay taxes yes are you in default or do you owe any taxes in the last three years wow. since you became a per- permanent resident? Like in, in many different ways, they ask. In the, like, I'm like, hmm, it seems like it's very important to you guys. It seems like this tax thing is <laughs> yeah, what like, you're more concerned yeah, with. Yeah, you're really concerned with that. Like, That's, you asked them if they were a terrorist once, and then once, you asked them like yes. five or six different ways, ways about, like, taxes. about taxes. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember before I left, like, my father, he was telling me, because he was working in the government, he was mm-hmm. like, Donna, when you go to the US, they might forgive you a lot of things, but what they're not going to forgive you. Is not paying taxes. Is not paying taxes, (laughs) and that like was ingrained in my head. I'm like, all right, I gotta take this seriously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just did. I just did a a Fourth of July video about about the taxes thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just like yeah, this country was literally started because we didn't want to pay taxes. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like the most important thing to the U.S. government is that we pay taxes. Yeah. And a lot of them. (laughs) Yeah, they jailed Al Capone because of tax evasion. Tax evasion, not for all the murdering and and the racketeering and the bootlegging. No, no. You didn't pay taxes. Yeah, ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. So with TikTok, I'm I'm always curious because it is one of those things where you just pick up a phone and just start doing it. Yeah. Um, But but your videos have a a bit of high quality to them. And so uh, do you have any, is that, were you interested in like making videos or like anything like that before you got into TikTok? Was was there any interest there? To a degree, I I mean, as much as everyone else. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you, if you kind of start 
they are a little bit different quality. And then like I got mm. a ring light and I was like, yeah. I'm like, that's it. I'm a professional. <laughs> I got I got Level a little up. microphone on the Amazon. I'm like, this is it. I'm a content creator, guys. <laughs> like, do not talk to me. But um, and something that you learn and thankfully TikTok gives you a lot of tools. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like when you're not using their tools. They don't like that. They don't yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's something that I learned. I really enjoyed. I mean, my background, I went to college for engineering. Really? Yeah, it wasn't anything creative. <laughs> well, with the immigrant, not, well, my parents aren't immigrant because they didn't move. With Asian parents, they're like, why would you go to college if you're not an engineer or a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, and, and it, apparently it's true for all Asians here. So yeah, yeah. I, I hear that all the time. Like, yeah. I, I used to do stand up, and uh, yeah. I, I still, I still, I want to get back into it here in New York. I haven't done it in New York, but I used to do it in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I remember one of my guys that I was working with, he was a Korean, and he, one of his biggest jokes he would always do is like, some, yeah, so my parents, very ashamed of this line of work that I made because <laughs> I'm not a doctor and I'm not an engineer. So no. like, that's like the two things. It's like if you're not doing that, they're like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> it's cr- and it's crazy how much like Asian immigrants have in common here. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah even from all the different parts. All the different parts. I actually have a story about that. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, like, it's, there's a lot of times, and I've been because I've been in this country for a long time. Yeah, right? yeah, like I've been like, 16 years. Yeah. So I'm like, there like there are days I'm like, you know what? I'm an American. Yeah. I'm so American. I'm an American. I was like, I don't, I'm not even like, I'm not even Kazakh. Like, don't even talk to me about this bro country. Like, I'm not, no. So the other day, I'm reading this article, right? There's, it's, and I'm scrolling through news, and the article says, Asians are targeted by an organized gang. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, is this a clickbait? Like, should I be scared? Like, what is happening? So I started reading the article, right? And the article goes, there is an organized like group mm-hmm. in tri-state area, mm-hmm. New York, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's me. They're targeting <laughs> Asian business owners. So what they're doing is they are watching them their routines, what time do they go to work, what time do they come back home, what time they go to the bank, what time they're depositing the cash in the bank, right? And I was like, damn it, I'm like, I do have a routine. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I go to the bank at 3 p.m. And then I'm, I'm keep reading it. And I'm like, and then once they figure out the routine, like, you know, they go to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. they figure out the routine. And then then when they're not home, because they're, they're always following a routine, whenever mm-hmm. they're not home, they go into their houses, mm-hmm. they go under the mattress and steal their cash. So after I read the article, guess what I did? Switched up the routine. No, I went under my mattress, took out all the cash, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to the bank at 3 p.m., so I went at 2.59. <laughs> well, you changed it up just enough. Just enough, yeah. It was like they so I was like, damn it, I'm off. still an immigrant. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I feel that way having lived in different parts of the country. Like, there's, there's, I've lived in so many other different parts. I'm like, don't don't, don't tell me. I'm, I don't know if it's Alabama. I'm not, from <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not from that place. They're all country. I'm from the city. Yeah, I'm from the city. And then, every, and then every once in a while, I'll see something, and I'll be like, uh, I think I'm still kind of from Alabama. Like, <laughs> something will always remind me even yeah. here like I, I do this podcast with, with Lost Debate I, we do a news podcast mm-hmm. journalism and there'll always be some crazy terrible story from Alabama and they're always like well Corey you're, you're gonna be the one to give us the most insight on this I'm like oh, <laughs> what right. do you think about it you're like, I mean, you're like I mean I I get it <laughs> <laughs> well like, I'll tell you why they're doing this <laughs> oh wow so you do a lot of history videos about things that, that are outside of Central Asia like mm-hmm. I, I saw the Puerto Rico one I saw the you did a really good one about Hawaii you know what at least the US never annexed any country uh you sure about that yep all the territories were gained through treaties and compromises how do you think the US got its 50th state of Hawaii do you think that there was an uninhabited island thousands of miles away and the U.S. just came and built it up? What inspires you to get into like, are you, like you're a history buff like me. Like what inspires yeah. you to do like history about different cultures outside of your own? Right. So 
I think as I grew on TikTok, I kind of developed a, a different uh, audience. Mm -hmm. Some of them are American and some of them are immigrants here in the US mm -hmm. from Soviet Union, Central Asia, right? So when this whole war thing was going on, right, um, a lot of the American audience were like, well, at least the US never annexed. Annexed a country. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, yeah. <laughs> are you sure? So I'm like, let me let, let me set the record straight, yeah, right? Yeah. And then the same thing would be on the other side. They're like, well, at least you know we don't do this. I'm like, well, Ooh. actually, yeah. Like let's let let's be fair here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah history is yeah. history. Like you can't change it. It's facts. And what? And when I came to the U.S., I was never into history growing up mm -hmm. in school. I was I was more of like I liked math, but like yeah. history was always so boring to me. <laughs> it was the same. U.S. socks were great. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's the same. And yeah. then I came to the U.S. and I realized like I'll, Americans have access to a lot of recorded history. Like mm -hmm. it's a yeah. very young country. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is recorded. You know what the person was freaking wearing. Yeah. Yeah, like you know yeah. what everyone was saying. They were like they had their diaries, mm -hmm. and for Kazakhstan because of like our history with Russia, mm -hmm. or you know in interesting history with Russia. A lot of the history was not known. Yeah, like yeah. it's still we're still trying to figure it out, like who we are, like what happened before. What happened the before? Union. Yeah, like what what we were thinking, like mm -hmm. what we were writing, like religion, mm -hmm. like what what mm -hmm. we were doing. And I was like, wow, Americans are so lucky, but you still don't know your history. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. No, you're 100% no, you're correct. Mm -hmm. I get surprised sometimes when I'm posting history videos and then people are commenting and are like, wow, I never knew any of this. And I'm like, none of it? Like, like, I, mean, like no. I, I, I throw some things in there that are pretty specific, but it's like, you didn't know like the, the basics of this? It's like, this is kind of like, some of the stuff is kind of straightforward. Yeah. And like, stuff that I would think that most people would learn in history classes. But but like you said, uh, history just, it's sometimes the teachers, is so boring. And they just, and they just, it's just numbers and, and dates and names. And they never make that connection no. to how it affects us today and like how it's all connected. And, and, and that's what I try to do with my TikTok is like, I try to, and that's why I do it in the type of tone I do it is I try to like show you how this is relevant to your lives today. Yeah. And I think that's the only way to get, you know, people, especially young people, uh, interested in it for sure. For sure. And then what I like about your content, it's like it's very digestible. It's very fun. Yeah. Right. Thanks. It's like, why do we care when that person died? Like what date? Yeah. Like, we don't yeah. really care. Like that's who the arbitrary cares? Stuff. It's really arbitrary. Yeah. But yeah. this is what they focus on history classes. Yeah. This is what like what my history classes were in Kazakhstan. What date someone died? What date was that war start? Like why does it matter? Like yeah. let's learn concepts. Yeah. Well, however we were feeling about it. You <laughs> yeah, <know>? exactly. <laughs> that's what I try to reflect. I try to reflect why did this happen? How it all went down? And if you notice with dates, I never mention. No. A date, I always put it up there just because I'm like, if you're studying this for school, you might need to know this for just from weird arbitrary reasons. Yeah. But I never mentioned it because it's, it's really irrelevant. It's really irrelevant, Honestly, yeah. and, and, and it's one of the reasons why people don't like history so much is because they've just been drilled names, dates, names, dates, and, and maybe a location and never the significance behind like what yeah, happened exactly. and like why it all went down. So I'm glad you, you get yeah, that. <laughs> I do get it. No, and then the vid like if you make it interesting, mm -hmm. like if people have positive emotions, they'll mm -hmm. consume it better. You know, yeah. like if yeah. it's fun. Exactly. And yours, are, yours are fun. Yeah. Like. And yours are pretty fun, too. Thank yours you. Yours are pretty fun, too. So, like, what is one of the things, I mean, so immigration is just such a really complicated subject in America right now. Uh, there, you, there's a lot of political pushback against, right. I mean, obviously, you know, illegal immigration, but a lot of it is a pushback against immigration in general. Like in general, even, even yeah. people, even they say they want to focus on, like, illegals, but I hear a lot of people pushing back on just anyone coming from this country from the outside just because of, you know, there's, there's white supremacy, there's all kinds of political things going on right now in, in our country. It's, it's so it's so broken. It's like, I'm glad you immigrated to America, but, like, ah, right now I just feel so bad for you because this is, like, <laughs> this is not normal. These last few years, this isn't yeah, normal. it's been rough. It's been kind of rough. It's been rough, like, yeah. It's, it's like, ugh, I just, like, I hate the way we look to other countries 
countries right now because even like I have friends that are, like live in London and different in Australia and like they've they've messaged me and they're like are you guys okay like are I you, know are you they're like roasting us I'm like damn it <laughs> I'm like how am I being roasted by Kazakhstan right now they're like, like yeah do yeah you, do you have family back yes. there that like ask you like what the fuck is going on well, like they're like constantly like yo what why the you leave and, like, <laughs> and then i'm like well i didn't really have a choice and then um i have family like my on my mom's side they actually live in russia really yeah, really? yeah. that's interesting dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well so uh, have you been able to have like contact with them yeah yesterday? yeah so i mean in different ways through vpn yeah 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 yeah, yeah they're yeah, not I'm... able to see my instagram anymore wow oh yeah they're, they're not able you, to you see my tiktoks in, no. in, in russia yeah no wow this is that's crazy so they're just being completely isolated from they're being completely isolated any outside information yeah and wow. uh, and then majority of my family is in Kazakhstan. It's just mm. some that that is in Russian Kazakhstan, mm. and like with the Roe v. Wade, I was just roasted. I was roasted. Oh, I was wow. like, um, they're like, I thought this was a developed country. <laughs> I'm like, why did you move there? And like, because in, in Kazakhstan, their maternity leave is like three years. What? Whoa! Wait, wait a minute. Pause. Yeah, this you get how long for maternity leave? Three years. Three years. Three years. Not three, three months. Years. Three years. Over here is three months. One year is paid. <laughs> In Kazakhstan. In Kazakhstan. Wow. Yeah. We, wow. We, so imagine, <laughs> I, ro- I'm ro- I was being roasted. <laughs> and birth control is over the counter. Uh, a lot of it. I mean, I, just, I'm not I don't even, even want to like, what What are we, I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, a good word. I, I don't have any other words to, to describe. Yeah. Yeah, because when we think of that, and this is just a, a stereotypical thing here in America, when we think of like countries that have like better healthcare than us, everybody says, well, well Canada and, and, you know, like UK and stuff. But there's a lot of countries like that in Central Asia that even do it better than yeah. us. Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's interesting that you bring this up because, you know, uh, for example, like in college, mm-hmm. um, I was mostly friends with international students. Yeah. I, at the time, I couldn't really find anything in common with Americans. Yeah. So a lot of my friends were from all over the world, yeah. right? Like all over. Um, we actually had a lot in common despite it, like where we were from. And it's just the way Americans like perceive when they hear like, oh, I'm from Saudi Arabia, I'm from Kazakhstan. I had a friend from Rwanda, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, like, they just feel bad for you. I'm like, why do you feel bad for me? <laughs> and then, and um, I had a friend from Rwanda actually, mm-hmm. for people that don't know, it's Central Africa. <laughs> and he was in the same major as me. So one weekend he leaves, right? He goes, he wanted to go see Philly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our college was next to Philadelphia. So he's like, I'm going to go hang out, like see what, what what's, what's up. So he comes back, right? We, I see him after the weekend. Uh, so I was like, yo, how was your weekend? How was Philly? And he was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, how do these people live? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I was taking pictures of their subway, of the garbage. Um, and like, I was sending it to my friends back in Rwanda. I'm like, why are you sending that? Like, go to like Times Square or like Liberty Bell. Like, why are you sending that? He was like, no, he's like, it's disgusting. Like, and he's like, I feel, I feel so bad for them. Yeah. And I was like, huh. I'm like, in Rwanda, like, do you have commercials with like really sad music? And they're like, for five cents a day, <laughs> you can help a child in Philadelphia. <laughs> Oh wow, that's good. That's so good. Yeah. So it's all about perception, like it, in the way people perceive immigrants and where we're from. Yeah. It's like very, it's very, very like limited, and that's why I try to broaden. Like we're, it's the experience is so broad for everyone. It is. It is. And yeah, you, you do a great job at that. This this notion of American exceptionalism that we have over here, just like when you, when you were just talking about. I mean, like Rwanda. You know, obviously. 
terrible things happened in the 90s, but it's one of the cleanest, yes. the most efficient countries in Africa right now. They have great like, health care. They have great health care. They've banned single-use uh, plastic bags, yeah. so they're better than us in the climate region. So it's like like people just they hear these names and they think, oh, this is that's in Africa, or that's in Asia, so it must be terrible. And it's like, no, some of these places, a lot of these places are doing way better than, you know, some many parts of New York City that I can take up just <laughs> off the top of my head. Like it's, some of these subways are just like... You're just like, this is supposed to be the richest, one of the richest cities in the world. Like, you guys can't clean this? Like, or at least keep it mildly clean? Like, it's Remember insane. during COVID when they cleaned and, like, I think they missed, uh, mistyped the way the sentence was. Oh, for the first time in 100 years, they're cleaning the New York City subways. <laughs> like, they, they, they shut down the New York City subways yeah. to clean the people. And people misunderstood. They're like, wait, it hasn't been cleaned in 100 in years. In 100 years? And they're like, no, 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 you misunderstood this. It was shut down. For uh, just first time it shut down. Shut down, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it looks, some of them look like they haven't <laughs> been cleaned in 100, 100 years. years. Yeah. Oh, wow. So what? So let's talk a little bit about like the reactions that you get on TikTok. Like, I've seen I've seen a few. I remember one time you did a really good video where someone was saying something to you about being an immigrant and saying you, sh- you should have went to this part of America instead of that part of America. Oh, yeah. And you had to like clear it up and be like, you don't know everyone's story and how yeah. they came here and what resources they had and where they had to, to, to be at. So talk to me a little bit about like some of the comments you get and some of the like misconceptions that you actively have to address. With address. Yeah. I mean, so we have to understand that the American passport is a strong passport yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Despite of what you might think about the US, in a world on a world stage, it's a very strong passport. It's a privileged nationality, mm-hmm. despite what you might think, right? <laughs> and and I think with 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 that, a lot of people in the US think that, well, if I have a choice to just gallop around and skedaddle around <laughs> the world and pick where I want to live, mm-hmm. so does everyone. Yeah. And that's not true. Not true. Um, there's there's an interesting website, it's called like Passport Index, and then you can enter like your passport like the u.s and compare it to other passports and they give you like a mobility score mm-hmm, so, like mm-hmm. how, how you can move around without yeah. visas right that makes sense. so like the u.s was like 150 something kazakhstan was like 76 wow <laughs> so and for example in my situation i really didn't have a choice like i had to come here my, my family was like involved in a political scandal i personally wasn't oh yeah so i had to go as far as possible yeah yeah you know what i mean so i didn't really have a choice like I, we weren't like sitting like where should we go you know like <laughs> let's let's try out all these different countries and people don't have the choice people yeah. are fleeing some terrible situations exactly. yeah. and then when they come here they, they they're escaping something or they just want to move because of other reasons for work and then you tell them like Oh, like, well, why did you choose the U.S. and it sucks here? Like, I mean, like, have you been to other countries? Right? Like, it's so rude to say that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, U.S. has a lot of faults, but there's one thing about Americans that is great, which I don't think a lot of people in other countries can say is that you, you, like, Americans are very good at self-deprecation. Oh, that's like our thing. Yeah, <laughs> like it sucks. You know, sometimes I'm like, do you like like it here at all? <laughs> you know, we have this weird dichotomy, and it's and it's really big now with all the political stuff going on. Yeah. it seems like half of Americans think we're the greatest country on earth, and that no one's better than us, and that's not really true. But then there's another half of the Americans who think it really sucks here, and it's a terrible thing, and we've got all this stuff, and it's like, no, we really are a lot more privileged than most of the world when it comes to opportunities and things like that. Do we have our problems with politics and things like that? Of course, there's certain yeah. cities that have bad neighborhoods, of course. But it's it's weird. Like th- we can't just get this happy medium where it's like we are a great country, yeah. But we got some faults and some flaws that we need to work on, yeah. and that's where I'm at with it. But then you know, most people they're, they're either we're, we're number one, USA, USA, yeah. or they're oh, I, I can't wait to leave this country or I want to go to another country. I'm like you, you really don't want to go to. Yeah, you don't. Like, you sure? Like yeah, you, the U.S. has so much. It's like what I tell everybody, and, and I'm sure as an immigrant you've seen yeah. this. 
opportunity. I mean, opportunity, the opportunity yeah. to do literally anything you want if you put your mind to it, if you work hard enough. Obviously, you know, luck plays a, a big role in it. Your location yeah. in America plays a big role in it. But you have opportunities here that just like that don't exist in most other countries. No, it doesn't. And like, I, I'm going to say like lows are low here yeah yeah but yeah. the highs are very high yes very high which i which i love and i do i do think it's a great country yeah i'm not talking about like you know like the i think americans make it great yeah and, and it's just even like even small examples in kazakhstan for example if your landlord is doing something mm -hmm. bad to you you're not gonna really win yeah and like the other day um we had an issue and we, we called the building department. They came to resolve it right away because it was, it was a government. Yeah. It's a government. They come and it's just, it's just very simple everyday things. Or like in Kazakhstan, for me to get a driver's license, mm -hmm. I have to constantly pay people off. Wow. Yeah. 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 People don't realize the level of corruption that oh, yeah. most governments, like like even even when you talk about like places like India or like, like there's so many places where most governments are corrupt. And yeah, do we have a problem with corruption in our government? Sure. But like, it's like not super the high level. level. It's not yeah. the level. You, yeah. can, you can get things done. You can get things done yeah. without having to like pay people off and stuff like that. But that's like the experience in most other countries. Like it, it really, it really is terrible. And what you just said about the highs and lows, I think is really correct as well. And, and it reminds me, um, my, one of my co-hosts on my other podcast, mm -hmm. uh, Ricky, mm -hmm. Ricky Schlott, she said something about New York City. And I think it actually applies to all of America. She said that like, like 90% of living in New York City sucks. But the 10% that does it, makes it the greatest city to live in on earth. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that's America. It's that's like, America, I, yeah. I don't know if I would say 90%. I would say maybe 50-50. I was like, this, the, the stuff that sucks here really sucks, but the, but the aspects that make it great make it like, I, I would say one of the greatest, if not the best country to live in uh, on the face of the earth. And, I think so too. And I think, it, and it's all because of Americans. Like if there's mm -hmm. a problem, like even now, like Americans stay and fight. That's true. They stay that's and true. fight. They're, that's they're, true. I mean, there's a, obviously there's a lot of people that are like, I'm just gonna leave on a pack. Out. Go, okay, they never, go. They never just do, go. Yeah, they, they usually never, never do. <laughs> they never do. But they people stay and fight. Whereas yeah. for some Kazakhstan, like or Russia, fifty percent, fifty percent of the population in Russia wants to leave. Yeah, immigrate. Yeah. Like, they actually want to pack their bags and leave. Wow. It's not just how Americans are like, oh, I just want to leave. No, no, no. no they actually want to leave. physically leave yeah. because of what's going yes. on over there. And immigration question in Kazakhstan is super high. Like, you don't even understand how many messages I get from mm -hmm. Kazakhstan. Like, how do I come like, how do I do that? How do I do that? How do I leave? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, have you, and I've seen some of your, where you kind of talk about the immigration process. Is that something you want to do more with your TikTok? Like, really explain to people, like, these are the steps you have to take to, to actually do this. Yes. And I do, I do want to, like... Um, in the beginning, and I, and I was posting this a little bit on my Instagram, I was doing um, immigration guide, guides for new U.S. immigrants, mm -hmm. like things like how to get a cell phone mm -hmm. or how to get a bank account or what is social security number, mm -hmm. what is uh, how, to, how to pay taxes. And I do want to eventually talk about the immigration law, immigration process, because a lot of Americans don't even know that. Yeah, most most Americans. Most don't. Americans don't. They don't even that. know it. No. Yeah. So they go just because when even when I got my citizenship, I posted this um, like on my, my Instagram and LinkedIn. And people are like, "Oh, thanks for doing it the right way." I'm like, "Well, there isn't really another way. You yeah. can't get a citizenship illegally." Yeah, that's what I don't understand why people <laughs> like they they think all oh, these people are doing it the wrong way, it's like, but they're not doing it. Like you yeah, know, like, like like there's no you can't be a citizen without going through the steps that you have to go through. Yeah, and they don't understand that. They think that there's somehow like there's some benefit. Like being in this country and not being a citizen is is rough, and I'm sure it's you rough. can speak yeah. to that. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I know friends of mine who've lived in 
America their whole lives, but their, their parents came here legally, so they're undocumented. And there's so much that they just can't even do or are afraid to do. Afraid to do, and yeah. And they're born and raised here. Like, they, they speak the language. They, they, I mean, they're, they're American. They're yeah. as American as me. And, and yet there's so much they can't do because they don't have that documentation. And then it brings out the question, what is American? Yeah. And the, for a lot of people, like even a lot of immigrants that went through the process that already got their paperwork, everything is in order. They're good, right? They still have that anxiety. Someone's coming for me. Yeah. Someone's coming for yeah. me. They're going to take it away. Like, And I met so many people that have that anxiety. And I'm like, you're American. And then they're, they're, they're trying to fight that. They're like, no, I'm not American. But what is American? Yeah. It's like, a, I'm sure it presents a bit of a conflict when you're, when you're, especially when you're, when you're coming from another area. But even for us as Americans, that's something I think, well, I mean, we're all Americans, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, but for people like who were born here. I feel like that's something we're grappling with. It's like, what what does it even mean to what be does an it American? Even mean? I mean, me as an African American, it's like growing up. I I mean, I never had. I, I just thought I'm an American. I mean, I'm a black. I'm American. I, I never thought much about it. And then as things as politically things kind of deteriorated, now a lot of African Americans are questioning, like, well, how much how how American am I when when you think about slavery and you think about Jim Crow laws from the South and things like that. And I, and I grew up in a place that was very affected by that. So right. it, 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 you start to question that. And you know, it's really weird because I mean, you you first visited here in the '90s. I feel like in the '90s we were just like all like America. Like we didn't have a lot of this. Like we were yeah. very patriotic. Uh, even even like in the days after 9/11, like it, I just remember being super patriotic America flags everywhere Not, freedom I mean, fries freedom fries yeah freedom oh. fries they don't want to hey they don't want to you know yeah, they no don't, french fries no freedom, freedom fries. fries you don't want to fight with us what's wrong with you like, no, I'm, you know? I'm telling you because I, I grew up in Kazakhstan in the 90s everybody wanted to be American yeah I am telling you like yeah. everyone wanted to be like MJ everyone <laughs> yeah. was watching Hollywood like mm -hmm. basketball that culture mm -hmm. it took over like yeah. I don't I don't like do do African Americans realize how much of an impact they have all over the world. Do they realize? They, you know, we, you know, they do. But there's just like this whole conflict of like, like, like credit is like not given so much to something yeah. because yeah, like I mean, because like like you're saying, like yeah, like just from basketball to hip hop to like just everything is just such an outsized influence on the, the whole world. The whole world. The whole world. Well, we had Asian kids in Kazakhstan walking around with like jerseys and do-rags. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. We, like, everyone wanted to be American yeah. and for us growing up, uh, American to us meant African Americans. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes, I'm telling you. The music, the hip hop industry, like yeah. R and B, basketball, sports. Like you associated that with like America. Like yes. not just like that African was, that Americans. Was America. like that yes. was America. That was America. Wow. That's that's really cool we did that. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Like think about that's, that. That's really cool. You know, I, and before I came to the US, I'm like, I'm gonna go to the US and I'm gonna marry Chris Brown. Like that didn't that didn't age well. <laughs> that didn't, well that didn't, yeah, that, I I, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure yeah. <laughs> After a while that kind of didn't seem like the best, no, the not best, the best, not the best move. But and like but, we we were also taught the history of African Americans in the U.S. Yeah, we were taught it. I think the right way. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it probably. More. Yeah. Well, and it, it would actually make sense over there to teach it the right way because it kind of makes America what really look, makes America look, look bad. Yeah. So of course, yeah, and, that, and that's something I've heard from other people from that part of the world. It's like well, there was an emphasis of them teaching the things that America, you know, did wrong. Like yeah. whether, whether it's the indigenous tribes, whether it's the African Americans. Oh yes. So yeah, absolutely. That, that totally makes sense that you. And would then I that. came here. I'm like, how do you not? Know this? How yeah, are you arguing this? Yeah, don't even know. Yeah, well, yeah. in the where I'm from in the in the South, like the, 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 there's a lot of history classes that really gloss over it. They don't really focus on it because it's it's embarrassing to it's them. Embarrassing, you know, it's yeah. embarrassing to their heritage. So, real quick, um, so like, have you have you ever dealt with TikTok like taking your videos down? Have you, is that yes. something you deal with? Like, I I, I I've dealt with. I used to deal with it a lot, and I even got like banned from TikTok temporarily for it. <laughs> but but is that something you you run into a lot? And yes. When you, do you when you do appeals, do they normally go through? Um. No, 
Really? Yeah. They just they just say no. You can't yeah, put this up. No, I can't put this up. But then I re-uploaded in some different way. Like I'll try to change some things. But yeah. Well, uh, one of the videos that was taken down was about uh, hate crimes in oh, the U.S. Really? Yeah. Hate crimes. That was like TikTok didn't like that. Um hmm. and Odd. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it has to do a lot of times with the history of African Americans. Really? A lot of times, yeah. I don't interesting. TikTok is like, nope. Mm-mm. Really? You're not gonna talk about it. Not it's you. really odd. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I've done a couple of videos too where it's like they'll they'll take because uh, you know I do the satire. I imitate yeah. different things, and so I will get something taken down. It's like this was this was hate speech. It's like no, I was mocking the yeah. hate speech. I was using it to illustrate how people really talk, and they're just like, nope, nope. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. That's really weird. So one thing I always like to ask people when it, when it comes to TikTok is is when it comes to like monetizing. Have, is, I mean, I know you've only been there for a little bit of time, but have you had any way like are you in the creator fund i'm in the creator fund but i don't i mean i've heard know. it's like not great it's not that great <laughs> and then so I've, now i've heard people saying that it like like stunts your growth on tiktok yeah i've heard that, that true? too i, I, I have heard that it stunts your growth i heard it's i've heard mixed reviews about it i tried to join the creator fund and they wouldn't let me in it what do you why i don't know i i'm too controversial i suppose for, <laughs> for the creator fund they were like you know we got a lot of views and got a lot of traffic but we don't want you to be in this and i was like yeah. okay whatever so i'm thinking maybe that's why because i'm on the creator fund and there's some videos that are like nah mm-mm that could be too they're they're, they're using a stricter lens well you know you can always like and I I was talking to my guest a couple days ago about this you can always leave the creator fund yeah but apparently they won't let you back in when you leave it because like she left it and she tried to get back in and they were like no this is an exclusive club you don't want to be here exclusive club how are you going to hate from outside the club right (laughs) (laughs) that's basically what they told her at that point so I like to always end this with two questions so what is it that you want people to get the most out of your TikTok page? And what do you as a creator want to get the most out of making videos for TikTok? I would hope that a lot of people will realize that immigration experience is the American experience. And it's very broad and not to, you know, corner it and think that it always goes one way. It's very different for everyone. And everyone has a story. It's unique. And you can't say that something is normal and something is not. Um, it's just just the way it is. Uh, and one thing I would want, I just, I want to bring the representation of our people, of our diaspora. We are still new, but also realize that I am American. Yeah. 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 That's, you, that's you, where I am. You 100% are American. And you talk a lot about that on your on your TikTok about being a proud immigrant. Proud being immigrant, Proud yes. to be in this country. And I really appreciate your content. You you bring levity to it. It's funny. And, and I learn a lot. I learn a lot about the immigrants' experience, but I also learn about the process of immigration. It's, it's sad that it is as complex as it is. Yeah. But I, I think you using your example, I think that will definitely help a lot of people who want to come to this country so. and experience all the opportunity that we have here. Yeah. So keep it up, uh, Donna. You are doing an incredible job. Thank you, Corey. On TikTok. Everybody who's listening, go follow her at Donna underscore UTMB. Super funny, super educational. You're going to love her TikTok page. Thank you so much for joining Thank me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to thank you all for listening to the first season of Stitch This with Corey Bradford. And if you haven't, make sure to go back and listen to all of the great interviews we did this season. We had some wonderful creators. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you all when we come back around. <laughs>